0: Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself
1: to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Driven, Excuse me, Indiana Donor Network, the website DrivenToSaveLives.org. We have a lot of football to talk about. Enough of me. Let's get right to a very busy Brendan King.
2: Coach, you are the man. It's great to be with you and James Adams. Here's the story of tonight. The two closest games that we saw each needed overtime. Class 6A, Lafayette Jeff over Lake Central 34-28. Jeff moves on to match up with Crown Point, who 30-pieced Portage 44 to 14. Also in OT. Danville survives versus Western Boone. Jamie Comer and company move along. 36 34 Danville. They'll get Monrovia. Monrovia by a penny against Speedway tonight. 21 to 20. Sticking in class 3A for now. It was Owen Valley over Gibson Southern 28-21. They'll see Pike Central next week who defeated West Vigo 22-15. A shout out for Lawrence over Greensburg, 28-0. They get Batesville. Batesville over Indian Creek, 35-34. Southridge, no problem with Corden, 49-21. Southridge against Heritage Hills next week, 35-25. Heritage Hills beat Charlestown. To the other side of Class 3A, Chittard, Bangs, Hamilton, Heights, 41-14. Garing Catholic over Tippecanoe Valley, 34-14. Yorktown, 22, Garrett, 13, and Norwell, Norwell Whitewashed Fort Wayne Concordia, 37-0. Jimtown, 28. John Glenn, 7. Knox, a 22-0 shutout of West Noble. It was Hanover Central over Griffith, 42-21. And West Lafayette, they crushed Calumet, 52-12. Let's move to Class 4A, where that's the only game remaining that has not gone final. Hobart and Highland will have a final on that, hopefully shortly. Again, that's the last game of the night. Everything else has gone final, including New Prairie over Lowell, 42-6. Northridge beat Logansport, 34-24. And Northwood tops South Bend St. Joseph, 52-24. Leo, 42, East Noble, 13. Leo sees Columbia City next week, who rocked to Cal 49-7. Miss puts up 62 on Huntington North when it's 62-35. They will play Kokomo next week. Who defeated Western 28 8. Great matchup coming. Brabuff Jesuit over Mooresville 35 14. That means Brabuff and Ron will square at it next week. Ron Colley shut out Crispus Attic 69 0. Connorsville 27, Newcastle 20, and New Palestine defeated Greenfield 33 9. New Pal and Connorsville next week. You'll hear from Andrew Smith here shortly on IST. Martinsville 56, Bedford North Lawrence 15. Martinsville matches up with East Central who rocks Silver Creek 42-6. By a field goal, Evansville Memorial over Jasper 21-18. Memorial in Boonville. Boonville by a point against Evansville Rights 28-27. Let's wrap up Class 5A. Merrillville 55, Munster 20. Hammond Central over Hammond Morton 42-21. It was Valparaiso crushing Laporte 42-3. Chesterton by 8 against Michigan City 28-20. That Valpo Chesterton is going to be pretty darn good. Concord 31, Goshen 6, and the Mishawaka Cavemen over South Bend Adams 35-6. More scores on the way a little bit later. The Indianapolis Colts match up with the Washington Commanders this weekend. That's a 4:25 kickoff on Sunday. Sam Ellinger starts for the Colts. Indiana Pacers with a 10-point win tonight over the Washington Wizards, 127-117. Rick Carlisle did not coach. He was attending a family function. How about this? Notre Dame and number 16 Syracuse tomorrow afternoon. At noon. IU and Purdue are on bye. Let's see if the Irish can beat the Syracuse Orange. And right now in the World Series, stretch time in Houston. It's 5-5 Phillies and the Astros. Remember, Houston led that game 5-0. Two home runs for Kyle Tucker in the first three innings. Then the Phillies went at Justin Verlander, Nick Castellanos, Alec Baum, and JT Riomuto, all RBI base hits. 5 all in the World Series, Game 1 of the Fall Classic. I'm Brendan King.
1: Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Sectional number 13, and I Plainfield over West Lafayette. 20, uh, excuse me, uh, 3528 with me. Plainfield's Brian Woodard. Coach, thank you so much for the call. Congratulations on a great win tonight for you and, and your guys.
3: Well, Coach Lovell, thank you so much. And I want to apologize for not... Uh not calling you more recently uh you know <laughs> life life gets in the way and and it's, all, sometimes, it's hard to talk after a right. while sometimes and uh, so i was so appreciative understand. of well just i wanted to let you know you know all the high school coaches out there appreciate all that you've done for for our, Thank our sport you. uh it, it means a lot so i just wanted to make sure you know that
1: well wh- while we have this love fest going on ah. y- you know i i am and will always be a proud plainfield quaker uh, yeah, and i'm so proud of what you've done uh, as our football coach and uh, i know it'll be a bittersweet night when it ends for you but you've yeah. had an impact uh, an impact uh, an amazing impact i've enjoyed i appreciate you calling me and also please say uh, give my best to your family i, I you know yep. i haven't seen or talked to them for a long time but give them my best all right so I tell will. me how you win this this is a great team you beat this is a great game tonight how do you win this for sure. Well, you know, we see we saw
3: those guys week two, and uh, it was a close one week two, and uh, we really felt like we didn't play our best. We knew they were going to get better too, but I was back and forth. We uh, found a way to get a couple turnovers. Uh, Harrison Herbeck has a scooping score for a touchdown, and guys like Grant Irwin had a monster night. Uh, had, had three touchdowns catching it through the air from um, from Hunter Newell, our quarterback, and and, and Noah Hessong, our running back, was just just tough as nails and there's you know just like in any any game there's so many guys that, that had great performances but uh just gutsy by our kids there were a lot of times where their backs were against the wall and it didn't look good but they hung in there and they kept fighting and i couldn't be more happy for them
1: well who do you play next week yeah so
3: we'll we'll host uh we'll host decatur central so
1: okay um, we're
3: you know we're excited for that it's the you know, tonight was the first. You know, the first time. I'm sorry. Next week will be the first time since 2016 where we've hosted a sectional game at all, let alone a sectional final. So, you know, we're just excited to to still be playing, still have the opportunity to be one and zero again in a, in another week. And uh, like I said, just super happy for our kids and and all the work that they put in, sticking in, you know, hanging in there through some tough times in the year. Uh, just been awesome.
1: Plainfield tonight, big win. Um, thirty-five twenty-eight over Harrison. Brian Woodard, again, congratulations. Good luck next week. Thanks, coach. Hail to the varsity. Hail to the varsity. <laughs> You're darn right. Uh, first song my daughter ever learned was the Plainfield High School fight song. <laughs> Andrew Smith joins me, New Palestine, with another impressive win tonight. Uh, Andrew, uh, thank you so much for holding. Thank you so much for the call. New Pal, uh, you know, this is an impressive win, quite frankly, uh, for your guys. Um, and these, these are not easy games to win. Uh, so New Pal, very impressive win. Uh, and uh, it, it escapes me. I cannot find who they played. Uh, oh, they beat Greenfield Central 33-9. It's a good Greenfield Central team. That's an impressive win tonight.
4: Yeah, it's a very impressive win for the Dragons. Greenfield Central uh, had back-to-back seven win seasons for the first time since the mid-70s. This is a very good team coming in. And New Palestine, when the draw came out, knew that it was going to have to beat two very good teams to get to November in Mount Vernon and Greenfield Central. And always tough to beat a team twice in a year, and uh, New Palestine able to do so tonight, overcoming a little bit of adversity. Uh, the defense set things up for the offense is... Eli Hook picked off a pass on the second play of the game, set up Grayson Thomas for an 11-yard run two plays later to put the Dragons on the board. But on the next possession, Grayson Thomas suffered an injury that knocked him out for the remainder of the game. But next man up, junior Kyler Kropp came over from the wide receiver position to take over at running back, and he ended up running for 151 yards on 24 carries, had a touchdown tonight, and uh, helped New Palestine Stay in the lead and eventually put the game away. And he uh, factored in big on a 59-yard drive in the second quarter that put New Palestine up 19 to three. He ended up with actually at 67 yards on that drive due to some losses and penalties. And then in the third quarter, New Pal up 19 to three. Greenfield Central had driven to the five-yard line with their wishbone offense, featuring running back Andrew Zellers. But Blaine Nunnally, who was the hero last week against Mount Vernon grips the ball, recovers it on the one-foot line, and then the Dragons go 99 yards in eight plays, had first downs on five consecutive plays, three runs by Kyler Kropp, and a 36-yard pass to Blaine Nunnally. That led to a touchdown, put the game away, and New Palestine ends up winning
1: 33-9. Andrew Smith from the New Pal Radio Network on the win tonight of New Palestine. Great win. Andrew, thank you so much for the call. Enjoy the weekend. Thanks. You too, Coach. Coming up, more football.
2: I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Let's check in on a sectional semifinal Friday from Class A where Culver wallops South Central Union Mills 61 to nothing. Culver will see North Judson next week who topped Triton. That was a final of 25-6. Traders point Christian a 20-piece on North Vermilion 4828 TPC sees Park Tudor next week 4226 Park Tudor over Fountain Central tonight a shutout as well for West Central 42 nothing over Taylor Carol Flora rolls over Tri Central 35-7. It was Adams Central beating South Adams 55-20. Remember, South Adams was in that 2021 state championship game at Lucas Oil Stadium. Adams Central wins this one. Northfield by a touchdown against Madison Grant 21-14. Speaking of that 2021 1A championship, Covenant Christian was the victor of that game, and Covenant Christian moves forward, shutting out Riverton Park 35-0. But their next task... And the sectional championship is to try and beat Indianapolis Lutheran. Indianapolis Lutheran, the most points so far tonight. 63 on Cloverdale, and they shut him out for good measure. That means it's shutout versus shutout next week. Coveted Christian and Lutheran. On the other end... Of that regional is North Davies and Tecumseh. Tecumseh wins at 49-20, and they will see Providence next week who beat West Washington 28-12. North Decatur over Milan 25-14. Knightstown top Cambridge City 44-13. And Hagerstown whitewashed Indianapolis Tinley 41-zip. I'm Brendan King.
1: Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. High school football tonight, sectional number 12. Fort Wayne Snyder, 41-6 winners over Dwinger Snyder, number one in 5A. Kurt Tippman joins me. Coach, congratulations on another impressive win over a good –
0: Yeah, thanks, Bob. Um, Anytime you can beat those guys twice in one season is a heck of an accomplishment. And it doesn't happen very often, but um, we're fortunate to come away with a second victory against a really good program.
1: Yeah, and you know what? Uh, once again, uh, defensively, that's that's been one of the hallmarks of this group, has it not? And you guys have just been very impressive, and again, uh, you um, you know, defense does travel. Here's a perfect example of it tonight.
0: Yeah, we're playing well, and we had some. You know, they they had a quarterback that um, didn't play in the first game that we played against them, and had been hurt, and then came back and played tonight. So kind of. Uh, had to make some um, on-field adjustments, and, you know, because their offense was starkly different with him in there, and uh, our kids responded well to that kind of challenge and, um, you know, played well.
1: All right, let's let's uh, let's talk about what you did on the offensive side. Who uh, stepped up and played well for you tonight?
0: Uh, length and level. Um, ran the ball well. Ran for 150 yards and a couple scores. And, um, you know, followed by Uriah Buchanan. We kind of have a two-headed approach, uh, handing the ball off. Mm -hmm. Those two guys uh, did well. And then Luke Hopper, who's done well for us all year at quarterback, just kind of orchestrating the offense through for 120 yards and and, uh, a couple scores as well. And um, really just, you know, kept our offense uh, proficient, you know, most of the night.
1: Another big win tonight for – Fort Wayne Snyder, they're number one for a reason. Tonight they beat Dwinger 41-6 in sectional number 12, Coach Kurt Tippman. Thank you, Kurt, for the call. I appreciate it very much, and good luck next week.
0: Thanks, Bob. Always good to be with you.
1: It's great to be with you. Thank you so much. John Montgomery from WNDI and Sullivan joins me. Sullivan with a 30-14 to win over uh, Cascade tonight. John, thank you so much for the call. Good win for the arrows tonight.
5: It was a good win, Bob. We were home tonight in the second round against a, a nice team in Green and Cascade. They they had suffered a tough loss with their star running back, He was a great player and, and farmer, and was not able to play tonight. He had a leg injury the week before. But uh, mm-hmm. his, the people that played uh, with this team tonight, I mean, they played extremely well. We really had to play well to win and. One thing we did very well was the defense posted a shutout out in the second half, which was huge, and we ran the ball well tonight. One of the better nights of the year, we've actually ran the ball over 250 yards rushing. We had two kids over 100 yards, and a combination of those two were big in the game tonight, Bob, and a great win for us. We get a chance to host a sectional title.
1: Always good to be there for a sectional championship, don't you think?
5: We we bring in the Lint Miners next week. Of course, they're number one in 2A, and they're a fantastic right. team. And they they won against Southmont tonight. And, you know, they're going to be ready to go, and I'm, I know they will be. They're looking for, I believe, their first sectional title in 2A, so I know that means a lot to them. And we're looking for a big win to you know over them to win a sectional title at home. So, it's going to be an amazing atmosphere tonight uh next Friday night for that game and and I know both uh, schools are and both towns are really mm-hmm. looking forward to that.
1: I'd recommend you go now and get your tickets and start lining up to get
5: in the field. Amen to that. It's going to be a packed house for sure, Bob. <laughs>
1: John Montgomery from WNDI and Sullivan, the Golden Arrows beat Cascade 30-14 to 14. and 29 years ago when we had this crazy idea for a radio show, John Montgomery was one of the first people to say yes we wouldn't be on the air without him, we wouldn't have been on the air with for 29 years without him. John thank you from the bottom of my heart for all you've done for us.
5: Absolutely Bob it's been our pleasure to be a part of this all these years and it's been fun every Friday and Saturday night and we look forward Another twenty nine years.
1: <laughs> you're calling me tomorrow, next Friday, John. Thanks so much you for bet. the
5: call. Thank you.
1: David Deaton joins me from WKLO. Uh, David Deaton, I'm so glad you're with me uh, tonight. You have, um, you know what? I can't read my own writing. What game did you have tonight?
6: <laughs> no, that's okay. We had and Central at Southridge tonight in the sectional 32 semifinals in Class 3A.
1: Right. 29-21 Southridge over Corridon Central there. My, my, my vision's clearing up. Uh, disappointing night, obviously, for Corridon Central, but this is a very, very good Southridge team.
6: Yeah, it is. Uh, I mean, we saw them obviously last week against North Harrison in the first round uh, in Huntingburg and Southridge, uh, you know, they won the Pocket Athletic Conference small school division, went 5 and 0, pretty well rolled through that. Gibson Southern's the only team that's been able to beat them this season and they actually beat them on their home field in week 5. Coach knew they were going to have their work cut out for them tonight, coach, and the Panthers started the game well, actually had a really nice kick return to the Southridge 26, but on the third play Tyler Fessel threw an interception that was that was off a tipped pass. One of the Southridge defensive linemen caught it, and that set up the Raiders at their own 32-yard line. They'd march down the field toward the first touchdown on, a, on an Orion Curry run from seven yards out with 626 left in the first. And the Raiders would score again early in the second on a drive that started late in the first quarter. Hudson Allen, their quarterback, would run in from 13 yards out to make it 14-0, The Panthers would come back with Tyler Fessel to Jalen Fowler on a pass to the back of the end zone. Fowler had to stretch his entire 5-11 frame to make the catch, to make it 14-7. Southridge would get up by a score of 28-14 at halftime as Fessel found Fowler on a 6-yard pass on 4th and 5 from the uh, 6-yard line of the Raiders. Uh, Corridon, though, would let Southridge get away a little bit. 14 unanswered for the Raiders, got him up 42-14. In the fourth quarter, then Tyler Fessel with a seven-yard run on a long drive with 5.48 left in the fourth, made it 42-21. And then Levi Nikem 53-yard run to start the fourth quarter and a 53-yard run with 5.35 left in the fourth that made it 49-21 Southridge. So the Raiders are into the sectional championship. They go to Heritage Hills next Friday night to take on their rival and the Patriots. And for Corridon, Coach, 4-7 and seven this season. They went 0-9 a year ago. They had 18 guys dressed for the sectional last year when they played Evansville Bossy down at Enlow Field. So a big turnaround for the program this year to mm-hmm. go 4-7. and seven. 11 seniors play their final game in the black and gold. But a much better season for Corridon and football and a very fun team to watch. And they were fun to watch tonight, even though they lost. They never quit. It showed a great deal of determination and character, did a great job, and just ran into a very good football team tonight that mm-hmm. has a real chance to win another sectional next week.
1: Well said. So tell me what, I, what am I going to do next Friday night? <laughs>
6: Well, we do have a, a girls' basketball game next Saturday. We have the Corridon Central oh, you're calling on the road me. at Brownstown yeah. Central. So, yeah, we are calling yeah. that next Saturday evening you're, at Brownstown you, You're State.
1: absolutely calling me with girls' basketball all year, okay? I need to <laughs> talk to you every week. I'd spend more time talking to you than I do my wife, so, so, just so you know, okay? <laughs> <laughs>
7: All right, I'll that's be sure not to call true, him better Yeah, it's,
1: it's not true, but it sounds good. All right, thank you. David <laughs> Deaton from WKLO, thanks so much for the call. Kurt Darling from the ISC Sports Network joins me. He has the uh, Plainfield win over Harrison tonight, 35-30. Thanks so much for the call, Kurt. And uh, my guys with a great win tonight. Kurt, are you there? Kurt, hello, Kurt. All right, we've some, we've lost Kurt. Uh, it's all right. Uh, Plainfield did win uh, over Harrison, so it's been a very busy night. We still uh jamie comer joins me from danville danville winning again tonight coach comer thank you so much i i caught you off guard with that text and i apologize for that (laughs) and so congrats congratulations to the warriors listen you've had two great friday nights these last two friday nights with with You know what, Coach, hang on, okay, because I'm going into a scoreboard update, so I want you, if you can, hang on through this scoreboard update, okay? Yep, no problem. All right, perfect. We'll come back, talk some more high school football on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.
2: I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. We continue our coverage of sectional semifinal Friday. In Class 2A, it was Andrean over LaVille 28-6. Andrean had the first round by, and of course, they're coming off their state championship in Class 2A from a year ago. They will see Bremen next week, who blasted Lake Station 53-7. Lafayette Central Catholic will compete again for a sectional title, beating Lewis Cass 48-27. Their opponent, Manchester, who put a 50-burger on Benton Central, winning 50-26. Fort Wayne-Lors over Cherubusco, 42-9. They'll see Eastlake, who beat Manchester 42-21. Eastbrook over Alexandria, 42-14. Bluffton top Tipton, 29-18. It was Linton-Stockton over Southmont, 35-29. They'll see Sullivan next week who beat Cascade 30-14. Heritage Christian 21, Shenandoah 6. Their opponent, Lapel, over Eastern Hancock 41-13. Triton Central tonight, a win against Brownstown 24-19. Cecina will match up with them. Cecina by a 30-piece on Clarksville 48 48- to 18, North Posey 55, Paoli 31 tonight, a high-scoring affair. But North Posey walks away with the dub. Their next opponent, Evansville, Modern Day over Tell City, 49-21. To note that state championship from last year in 2A was Modern Day and Andrean. and it's possible that's the case again as well. The last game in action tonight was Hobart and Highland. Hobart wins, moving on 42-25. They get New Prairie next week. That's in 4A. I'm Brendan King.
1: Welcome back, everybody. This is Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Danville in overtime, 36-34 over Western Boone. With me, a very happy Danville coach, Jamie Comer. Jamie, thank you so much for the call, and congratulations on a great win tonight.
8: Thanks, Bob. Man, I'm so proud of our kids, our coaches, the way they fought. Uh, They fought through adversity and found a way to come out with the victory tonight.
1: How about this for a cliche? Because you know what, sports are all about cliches. And if you host a sports talk show, you have to have you have to be a cliche. You guys are putting things together at the right time. You had a dramatic win last week, got another one tonight. You, you, I'm not there, but I can feel the momentum that this team is gathering right now.
8: Oh, there's no doubt, man. Our our players are playing their best football at the right time. Our seniors. I've gotten better throughout the year. Our top guys, our top seniors have been making plays. And then our young guys are stepping up, too. I mean, we, we've had this potential all season. It's just fighting through some adversity and some different situations. And now we're on the other side of it, and our kids are playing their best football. So I'm so proud of them and excited to get to have another week with them.
1: All right, so tell me how you do this in overtime. Did you have a chance in regulation?
8: Yeah, so we got the ball at the end. We moved it down the field, had a chance, had a chance for a field goal to win it. Um Weren't able to execute, but then got to overtime, and we got the ball first. We scored, uh, and we went for two, and we got it. So we put pressure on Western Moon. They scored. They went for two, and we got to stop. So I will say that this was the atmosphere at Western Moon tonight was what Indiana high school football is all about. It was, <laughs> it was packed. People were having fun, screaming and yelling, and uh, it was an amazing atmosphere for a high school football game. It's what it's all about.
1: All right, who plays well for you tonight?
8: Yeah, our sophomore quarterback, Connor Soper, was 9 for 13 with 285 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, B.J. Weese, our top receiver, had six catches for buck fifty and two touchdowns. And then our defense stepped up when they needed to make plays and did a great job, really proud of our defense coordinator, John Llewellyn, and our defensive staff for making a plan. And, and people don't go into Western Boone in the playoffs and win. We we did something tonight that we can be really proud of and, mm-hmm. and excited for. So we're excited to move forward next week, and it's going to be a great game against Monrovia for a sectional title.
1: Jamie Comer on the call. Danville wins the sectional 36-34 in overtime over Western Boone. Jamie, thanks so much for the call. Give my best to your dad, and good luck next week. Thanks, Bob. Have a good night. Thank you. Mike Scavara joins me, talking about Evansville Memorial's 21-18 win over Jasper. Mike, thank you so much for the call. What a game dinner What a great game this was.
9: Well, a typical game going out throughout the state. Bob, it actually went down to the very last play of the game before the uh, oh. victory was for the Memorial Tigers. as uh, Coach John Hurley uh, notches his 127th win uh, as a head coach. He passes his head coach, Hall of Fame, uh, uh, Ralph Wienzappel, with 126. They were tied. Right. So he's second all-time in victories uh, at Memorial. And uh, a game where all the points were scored in the first and third quarters.
1: How about that? <laughs> I mean,
9: yeah. seriously. Yeah. How crazy is that? Yeah, well, yeah, offense in the first and third, and defense in the second and fourth, and, uh, yeah. as uh, Charlie Cabrick, uh, who had a great game, kicked the, his only field goal of the year to give up three, but then Porter Road had a 28-yard run. But then uh, uh, Greg Young, who's a, a senior quarterback for Jasper, who was out most of the year, came back in a tournament game. Uh, he threw a, a 24-yard pass to Braylon uh, uh, ben, and uh, It was 10-7 uh, at halftime. And then... Uh, Defense took over, but then Memorial scores on two of their first three plays of the third quarter. One was a 70-yard pass to Leo Collins from Caleb Elskerman, and then Road went 91 yards on a run. And the 70-yard pass and the 91-yard run, two longest offensive plays for Memorial all year long.
1: Wow. What yeah, a I dramatic, mean, dramatic win.
9: Yeah, then defense... Fantastic game. Yeah, Brian? Jasper Jasper had three opportunities to score. Uh, Memorial came up with a fumble recovery by Collins and a Jackson Draper uh, interception with under two minutes to go. But Memorial went for it in their own territory. They failed to uh, get a first down from their own 20. So with uh, one second to go, Cabrick had a chance to... With a 35 yard field goal that was wide left. And that was the ball game. Wow,
1: That was and the game. Ma-
9: and Memorial will then uh, uh, take on Boonville, who upset uh, Evansville Wrights 28 27 for the uh, wow. National 24 Championship.
1: Mike Scavara on the call of Evansville Memorial's twenty one eighteen 18 over Jasper. Thank you so much, Mike, and sectional number 24. Have a great weekend.
9: Talk to you next week, Bob.
1: Thanks so much. Connor Simmons joins me, the head coach of Cascade. They lose a tough one to Sullivan tonight, 30-14. to 14. Coach, thank you so much for taking time to call me. And congratulations to you and your kids on a great season. I know it didn't end the way you wanted, but you're to be applauded for the year
7: you and your kids had. I uh, appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. Yeah, they—they they, uh, our kids had a great year. Um, the expectation here over the past, you know, 15 years has been pretty low. Um, you know, we had back-to-back three-win seasons, and we come in um, with a lot of doubters, more or less. Um, mm-hmm. You know, a young team, four seniors, and we end up uh, rattling off six wins, which hasn't happened in nine years with the winning season. Uh, Finish out this season, so it was it was a great year for us.
1: Well, you should be proud of them because uh, to do what you did, uh, there are a lot of teams in the state would love to be able to rattle off six straight wins.
7: <laughs> well, it wasn't six straight, but it was six wins over the season playing in the ICC conference. I met.
1: Right, right. Um, Listen, Coach, uh, I grew up in Plainfield, and I can I I remember. When they started the program out there, I was a junior in high school. When they started football at Cascade, that's how far back I go uh, <laughs> with the Cascade Cadets. And and I know it hasn't been easy. And you are you again. You and your kids should be very very proud of what you've accomplished.
7: Absolutely. Um, we just ran into a more physical big team. You know, Sullivan's a great team, and they showed it tonight. Right. Uh, you know, right. I, I told our kid. I told our kids all year long. You know, we we wave. An average of 180 pounds on the offensive line. Um, Last week, our senior running back, 1900 yard rusher, 28 touchdowns, went down in the third quarter with a broken leg, and you know we ended up starting three freshmen on defense, three freshmen on offense, and uh, three (laughs) sophomore offensive linemen. So it's it's a lot of inexperience, but you know kids stepped up and played, and we had we had opportunity to you know close the gap in the game tonight, but you know Sullivan more experienced team with uh, you know two two years ago they were playing in a regional championship against Anvil, so right. Connor
1: was... Simmons, the uh, football. Go ahead, Co- go ahead, coach. No,
7: no, 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 no. You're good. <laughs> you're good. All right,
1: Connor, uh, Connor Simmons, the head coach at Cascade. They lose to Sullivan tonight, thirty to fourteen. Coach, again, thank you for the call. Congratulations on the win, and uh, best of luck to you and your guys in the off season and, and in next year's season.
7: I appreciate the time. Thank you for taking me, Doc. Taking the time. And, you're uh, welcome. I'll definitely call in next next year's Fridays. <laughs>
1: I'll look forward to it. Thank you, Coach. The legend himself, Paul Condry, has joined us from the Regional Radio Sports Network and the Indiana Football Digest. Valparaiso beats Laporte 42-3. to Mr. Condry, thanks so much for the call. Very impressive win.
10: It really was, Bob. Uh, Valparaiso actually matches the same score they beat Laporte earlier in the season by 42-3. to They came into this one. Uh, certainly with uh, their mind on moving on to the next round, Thomas Furtick tonight, 19, rushes only a 10th grader for 191 yards, three touchdowns, but Valpo with 538 yards in of total offense as they will win uh, this one, uh, 21st downs to eight. Uh, LaPorte doing a, a formidable job trying to move the ball from A to B, but uh, it was too much uh uh, Justin Clark and Thomas Burton, that, that, that monstrous offensive line that Valparaiso did. And, and I give a lot of credit to Valparaiso's defensive line of Tyler Young, Zach Brown, Tanner Young, and Connor McCall. Those guys played great football tonight and ball hawking all night long. And uh, Valparaiso now setting up a matchup where they're going to be taking on the Chesterton Golden Trojans at the field of Troy. And another Dylan Conference matchup for the sectional title.
1: Paul, hang on if you can through this uh, through this break, okay? Okay. We'll come back, spend more time with Paul Condry on Indiana Sports Talk.
2: I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Last one on sectional semifinal Friday. We'll wrap up the scoreboard. We'll also tell you what's coming up on your sports Saturday as well as Sunday. Wrapping up the 1A scoreboard, it was Sheridan over Monroe Central, 42-26. Sheridan sees Hagerstown next week for a sectional title. Hagerstown shutout Indianapolis, Tinley, 41-0. Knightstown, no problem with Cambridge City, 44-13. It's Knightstown in North Decatur, Next Friday, North Decatur beating Milan 25-14. Traders point Christian a 20-piece on North Vermilion 48-28. It's TPC and Park Tudor next week. In Class 6A, Carroll Fort Wayne rolls over Penn 35-7. It's Carroll and Warsaw next week. Warsaw over Elkhart 14-9. Crown Point over Portage 44-14. They match up with Lafayette Jeff who beat Lake Central 34-28 in overtime. Tomorrow in college football, IU and Purdue on by. It's Notre Dame at number 16, Syracuse. That's a noon kickoff. Syracuse losing to Clemson last week. The Irish will see Syracuse tomorrow and Clemson in South Bend next week. Ball State plays on Tuesday. Elsewhere, it's Moorhead State and Butler at noon. Valparaiso at Dayton at one. Indiana State takes on South Dakota State at three. Preseason college basketball. to DePaul Ball State at two, Marion, Indiana at three, Tiffin versus Butler at seven, one last check at the World Series, it's bottom nine in Houston, 5-5, five, five. Astros and the Phillies, I'm Brendan King.
1: Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, driven to save dot org. We rejoin the legendary Paul Condry from the Regional Radio Sports Network and Indiana Football Digest. He had the call of Valparaiso's forty two to three win over Laporte. Paul, I uh, we had to hurry, so it's a very important win, obviously for Valpo. They they advanced, but tonight defensively they were very very difficult to go against.
10: Yeah, they made it really difficult for Dylan Salisbury, the quarterback for. First of all, Dylan was filling in for R.J. Anglin, who was hurt. And the, actually, uh, earlier in the season, he was a converted wide receiver. Hadn't played quarterback at all, but he was thrust into that situation. Actually caught 20 passes prior to becoming a, a quarterback. But he did a nice job uh, really trying to make uh, uh, plays. But, I mean, Valparaiso's defense really – uh, kind of cranked it up tonight and really made it difficult for him to be able to try to get any. Holly Kring tonight for LaPorte played a great football game, and he was outstanding. But, uh you know, the the Slicers did everything they could, and then some leading. uh Brendan Ball could just did a really nice job. But I think uh, young uh, Grant Sieberg this defensive coordinator at uh, LaPorte, did a formidable job with the game plan and what he's doing. But Valparaiso, when you've got a defensive I uh, mean, you have an offensive uh, uh, tackle like Mark or uh, Matt Hofer, six six two seventy five. Uh, only an 11th grader is going to be one of the top uh, linemen in the, all of Indiana in the senior class coming up. Uh, this is just a difficult uh, team to try to try to keep it at base. So it's a it's a good win for the Vikings. They're seven and three. This group, as freshmen, were, four, we're five and four. And so they've mm. made gra- drastic strides to be 7-3 mm-hmm. going into the championship game against Chesterton, who they beat earlier in the season. And this is the, one of the biggest rivalries in all of northern Indiana. Right. Chesterton, Valparaiso. Right. It, it's the equivalent of Ben Davis, in Central. Uh, and, you know, that kind of matchup is what we're going to see next uh, or next Friday at the Field of Detroit.
1: You and I will have quite a bit to talk about tomorrow night, will we not?
10: It's a busy day for me, Coach. I have college basketball uh, at noon, college volleyball at, uh, in the afternoon, and then hanging out with you on Saturday for high school football uh, a recap. It should be a fun day at the office.
1: I want to be you when I grow up. Okay, I just want you to know. <laughs> the the key it, there coach. is if I if I ever if I ever grow up, I want I want to be you. All right. All right, Coach. I'll talk to you tomorrow night, Paul. All right. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Paul Condry, the legend from the Indiana Football Digest uh, Regional Radio Sports Network. I say it all the time. Football in our state does not have a better friend than Paul Condry. So, Brendan King, are you still with me, or did you take off? Why would I take off now? Come on. Come on, brother. What a night. You were fantastic, as usual. Well,
2: um, I'm only as good as no, the host can be.
1: No, I don't think that's necessarily kind. I don't know that that's true. Um, you know, you the, the scores. First of all, we can't do this without people uh, texting us and uh, tweeting us and giving us scores and all that. But there, when you have the constraints of t- that you that you're burdened with, um, and and I, I mean, listen. Uh, constraints on time, myself, but uh, you are your delivery is fantastic, and you everyone knows you're having fun, you love what you do, you can tell.
2: How can you not have fun, Coach? I mean, when it's this time yeah. of year. I mean, again, I, let me reiterate. Yeah. Now we're talking about high school playoff football. <laughs> right, I, I watch right. the Indiana Pacers on my laptop. It's the bottom of the ninth right. inning in the World Series, a five-five game in Game One. I have that on the television to my right, and I get to talk to you on a Friday. I mean, that's that's a pretty darn and good way to spend the evening. And don't forget, you're being compensated.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, that's part of it. That, but this, at the same time, this is our job. That's exactly right. And and I'm, you know, I say this without hesitation. I have the best job in sports media sure in our state because I get a I get a chance to spend time with guys like you, and I get a chance to talk sports and get compensated. All right, hang on. We'll come back. We'll talk a little bit more with Brendan King on Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Hub Driven. The number two, savelives.org is our website. I want to thank them so much at the Indiana Donor Network for being a part of this show. It means an awful lot. Brendan King, great job. So uh, we have games to watch. You know, IU and Purdue off uh, t- tomorrow. Do I need to go to the Big Ten office and help them do scheduling? Seriously.
2: You might have to, Coach. Well, I could tell you a lot of eyes are going to be on that Notre Dame game just by default, right? You because think? Ball State, yeah, they don't play until Tuesday. I mean, you know, you got the dogs at noon tomorrow, but I think more so the Notre Dame game will be the more watched of those two. But, Coach, we do have some preseason college basketball, which means some of the best times of the year are on the way. So it should be fun.
1: Well, you know, I. Um I'm all in on football right now since it's the high school football season, but I think anyone who has spent any time listening to the show or took the time to Google me, um, (laughs) I've I've made a living in basketball since I was 22. So uh, I, um, although baseball is my my all-time favorite sport, but um, basketball has served me well. And this is a time of year where um i've been out of it for a long time but i still miss i still miss not going out on the practice floor at this time of year so yeah it's uh it's an important big time important weekend basketball will be starting girls basketball tips it off for real next weekend or this coming week uh we're going to talk some girls basketball next weekend As you pointed out, how much better can it be if you're a sports fan in our state? You got the Colts. You got the Pacers. You got college basketball, high school basketball, high school football, college football. Oh, and by the way, the World
2: Series. (laughs) Well, the World Series plus with Bloomington Zone, Kyle Schwarber, he's leading off for the Phillies. How about him? Yeah, I, I think it was pretty cool what they just put up on the television for every World Series walk off, seventy five thousand dollars to the Jackie Robinson Foundation Fund. That's pretty cool.
1: That's pretty strong stuff. All right, um, I've made my reservations. I'll be I'll be in Naples. In December.
2: All right. All right, hey, I uh I am mapping out a trip there in December too, my man. So I will see you there. I uh, talk to my daughter and son-in-law today. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to your publicist to nail down a time. <laughs> well, if you can get through to him, <laughs> good luck. <laughs>
1: All right, uh Brendan King, fantastic job. Have fun tomorrow. We'll we'll talk. When are
2: you back? Next week. Back next week, but I'll uh, I'll be sure to call you tomorrow, Coach.
1: Call me tomorrow night. My life wouldn't be complete without it, all right? <laughs> Brendan good. King, James Adams, my guy, my, my great studio producer, is not an easy job on this show, and he makes it seem flawless at what he does thanks to our great stations around the state who bring you this show every friday and saturday night they've done it for 29 years because of you you've made us the most listened to sports talk show in our state's history it is the history making legendary network indiana's indiana sports talk